And at the end of the day, you learn that if you live your life for you, but still with compassion for others, you're going to, at the end, cycle back to just being with you. It's a very tangible possibility that at the end of the day, you might just be all alone. So when you sit and look in that mirror with your diapers on or your catheter or, you know, you're in your wheelchair, whatever it is, if you're lucky enough to live to that ripe old age, you have to be able to look yourself in the eye and be like, wow, like I lived a good life for me. Hey, warriors, welcome to the Move Forward podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wolf. I'm a retired massage therapist turned self-care advocate, and I am here to keep you moving and grooving through this thing we like to call life, giving you boosts of energy, insight, and motivation. I am open and honest while I navigate through all the challenges life throws my way, and I choose to find joy every single day. I talk with other inspiring people who are working towards healing from their own traumas and how resiliency affects their life experiences. I am dedicated to building a community of warriors through this podcast and my online education and learning platform, The Move Collective. Thank you so much for joining me and trusting me to be a guide to help you through those times when we feel alone and confused or we just need a little boost of inspiration. If you're ready, I'm ready. So here we go. Dana Ruby Martin, owner of Revival by Martin & Co., the coolest company around. How are you today? You're so cute. I am so honored to be here, Michelle. Well, I'm honored to have this conversation with you, you lovely little gem. Look at your cute little headband. Oh, my legacy by Kim, little headband. I ordered this on her, I think it was her five-year sale. I just love supporting Canadian business owners. I do too. I want one. women. Ditto. Yeah. So I ordered this. I will say I ordered three different ones because I like having random gifts on hand to just mm-hmm. gift to people. So totally. I was like, huh, I'm going to order a, quite a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the best kind. Cause again, you're supporting female businesses and they're super cute. So why not? Thank you. Yeah, love it. exactly. Good for what you. are we talking about today? Well, I have a conversation, a question from, I'm going to say Samantha, that's not her name, but she said she didn't want me to give her name. So here we go. She says, how do I put my needs and happiness first when I have kids who need me 24 seven? So I actually reached out to a lot of people on Instagram asking the question of like, what do you feel are the biggest challenges to, um, get you to like a a level of happiness, um, and good health? And like, what are the things that you challenge with that, that you have challenge with in order to get that in order to achieve that. And so I love that this question came up because pretty much majority of the people said, well, I have kids. So (laughs) it's just one of those things that people perceive and believe that can stop us from, um, really achieving what it is that we want in our core right? Because we're always focused on our children. But I know that you and I are very much looking outside of that. And like, how can we um, really still have happiness and, and, and achieve our, our greatest goals in life while having children? So tell me your two cents on this, my girl. 
Well, I think it all comes from a place. It's just so embedded in our culture and in our gender to to be the homemaker and to be number one primary caregiver for our children. And so to step outside of that collective energy can be a little bit challenging in and of itself because we have so many layers of guilt if we're not at home. Well, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I mean, a large number of my friends and I have had this conversation too. There are just these unspoken expectations that are put on mothers and we just are gobbling them up. And it's like, no, Stop mm-hmm. drinking the Kool-Aid. We mm-hmm. don't need to gobble this up. For you, maybe it feels better to be out doing a career and having a nanny for your children if you can afford it. For me, it maybe feels better to be in the kitchen and cooking and cleaning and playing with my kids and taking them on excursions. The point is, it's got to fill you up because if you're going to be a good parent, you need to have a full cup. Mm-hmm. You can't just spill a cup into the cups of others without filling yours first. And I'm so passionate about this. And it's an ongoing conversation I have with my kids because I want my daughters to understand that we all need to feel fullness so that we have something to give. You can't give from an empty tank. Mm-hmm. And these expectations that are placed on us are unrealistic sometimes. Yep. And if it doesn't feel in alignment for you, you've got to stand in your truth and use your throat chakra, use all your being to just say, hey, this doesn't feel good to me. We need to make some adjustments. I need to have some boundaries because I need to do X, Y, and Z in order to do A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. It's such a balance, Michelle. It is. And I I believe that it's changing every day. So it's something to stay in tuned with all the time, but there's definitely ways to work around it. So if you're not truly feeling happy, then like, how do you think your children are feeling? Like they can, they can totally sense your energy. And somebody said something the other day about how, if you going to the grocery store by yourself is like your only, is like your excitement for you. I don't know that that's really Like, I mean, that's great. You can have excitement having that, but I hope you have something more than just that because going to the grocery store by yourself is likely not really filling your cup, like not really giving you what you need. So I think a lot of it is really deciding what it is that exactly you do need. Like, do you need an hour a week? Do you need 10 hours a week? Like, what is it? Or or like, what is it that you need to do? Do you want to like be in nature? Do you want to be around other women? Do you like really find out what like, feeds your soul and would make you feel grateful and then figure out how to work that into your life. Cause sometimes it's like, you can do it with your children. Even sometimes it's like, maybe you just need to go for a walk with a bunch of other like female women and just like get out your feelings and talk to them and socialize. Like maybe it's that. Um, I think it's more of just being really in tuned with like what you need. Everyone needs something different. Like you said, maybe you being at home and cooking, you know, dinner and cookies and being on adventures with your kids is filling your soul, like filling your pot. Amazing. And go with it. Go with it and enjoy it. And like, okay, what is today's adventure? Like, okay, you know, maybe today is your adventure and your kids come on that adventure with you. And we all enjoy it, but it's something that you love, like a museum you love or something. I don't know, whatever. But it's like just being mindful totally of what you want. I don't think have have the conversation. Yes. And have the conversation with your kids. So I have five kids. And so they're ranging 12 to 20 months. 
And every morning we sit down, I have my coffee and we say, what adventures do we want to do today? Mm-hmm. And everybody gets a turn. I actually have this stick that we found at the beach. We call it this talking stick so that everyone has an opportunity to hold the talking stick. Everyone must listen to whomever has the stick. And they say one of the things they want to do today. And then we write it down so that everybody feels that they've been seen, heard, and understood. I think that is so important, especially for moms. We want our kids to see and understand us just the same as our kids want us to understand them. Mm -hmm. So it's just a simple little strategy, simple little exercise that I do every morning. So everybody gets to say what it is that they want to do today. And then we make sure that it happens. Mm -hmm. Sometimes things come up and it doesn't always happen. But the important thing is that the person on the list that doesn't get to do the thing they want can't always be the mom. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. That's just one little strategy that we use and it works really well for us. I like that. I like that. It's finding the thing that works for you and not being afraid to have the conversation. I feel like too many people are afraid to even like talk about this. I know. I would love to do like a throat chakra treatment for like every woman. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Cause so many people are like ashamed. Even I, I sometimes I'm afraid to talk about it because I'm a, I'm a stepmom. So like, I feel guilty of being like, I should be grateful even that I have this little one. And, and yeah, there's just so many layers to that, but, but no, it's funny. I, when I used to go for my walks, that's my one thing. I want my time in nature by myself in the morning. I'm grateful. Neil can be here as of right now in the mornings. So I go out for my walks if, and, and before Sarah used to like, be really upset about it. Do you have to go? I don't want you to go, you know? And I would, oh my God, my gut. Like, and I'd, I'd hurry. I'd be like, okay, I got to get back. Yeah. And then I finally realized like, this isn't helping anyone. And she'd call me 10 times on my own. Nope. And you know, and we have the whole conversation of why I need my time, why it's important. And then I'm going to come back refreshed and feel great. And like, then let's go and do something together, you know? And it's having that conversation, explaining it. And then her knowing that she should do that when she has something that feels good for her to do. So yeah. You're teaching, it's teaching our kids boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's teaching our kids that we have to do what feels right for us. Yep. Because we can't shut that down. I mean, you can't suppress what is important to you or the things that you need to do. And we don't, I don't want to bo- put my kids in that type of a box. I want them to have free creativity to express themselves in whichever area they need to. And sometimes that's through an activity that they need to do every day. Mm -hmm. So I think that, yeah, the conversation is really important. And just like being mindful of um, different strategies that you could use to actually incorporate your kids into developing a system that works for you so that you have self-care time. And self-care time doesn't have to be putting a face mask on. No. Let's just really talk about self-care. For someone, self-care might be getting together with a girlfriend. Yep. I've got these two wonderful women in my life and we get together and we do girl band and the kids at the beginning, like we've been doing this for years at the beginning, the kids would be running around playing while we would be doing girl band. And then eventually it turned into, well, cause I always had a little toddler. <laughs> it would be hard for me to play that it was no mommy's going to do girl band. And this is just what we do. And it's so important. I love that. And not feeling selfish. Right. Or guilty about it. Guilty about it. Yep. Because you're showing your kids, especially your daughters, 
Mm-hmm. That this is sacred, important time to fill your soul with whatever you need to do to fill your soul. Totally. Oh yeah. my God. This conversation is huge. And so yeah. if you're not having it with your friends, have it with your friends. If you're not, you know, thinking about it, or if you're afraid to have the conversation, get it out there. I mean, you can yeah. talk to me about it any day. Cause this is, yeah. I truly believe in this. I really, really do. So I'm and so passionate it about it. The conversation with your husband, because sometimes that's yes. a factor. Cause the expectation is that mommy is home. Daddy gets to go do his, I don't know, golf or whatever daddy does. And mommy is just with the kids, but it needs to be reciprocated. And the kids need to see that there's a healthy balance of daddy time and mommy time and yep. mommy and daddy together time, you know, like yep. all of it. So it's teaching them balance, boundaries, communication. It's so valuable. So valuable. Okay, girl, do you have a card for us? Yes, let's get a card. Let's do it. Your house, um, your brick is exactly the same as my farmhouse brick. And so whenever I see it, I get really happy. (laughs) I'm like, Uh, I miss that. So our brick actually is reclaimed brick. I'm like really got a thing for recycling. So we had our builder, he hadn't done this before. We had him find reclaimed, this is buff. They call it buff brick. And interestingly enough, it came from a church in Wellesley. So for me, like it just carries all this wonderful energy. And like, I was just so pleased with it when he showed it to me, I was like, yes. And some of the bricks actually, it's like some kids in Sunday school have like written on some of the bricks. (laughs) And so when that went up, like there's these random every now and then I'll find like a little bit of like pencil. Like, do you remember those big, thick red pencils? Yes. Oh yeah. You can tell that it's been you like, that's the type of, um, charcoal that's been used. <laughs> so it's just so awesome. Oh my God. That's the neatest thing. I feel like that is so you like, Oh, I know. Have... Right. Yeah. It's so cool. I, so I was cool. so happy with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I pulled the card. Got it. Poised. Poised. Beautiful. This card girl is going to air quotation, Samantha. Okay because it is so in alignment with what we've been talking about. Poised, being ready, bringing something to light, being at your best confidence. You can be assured that you are ready for anything right now. You know what you need to do. Your skills are sharp. You've come to this place armed with wisdom and knowledge, and you sense a new phase of your life about to begin. People respond to your confidence and trust you. This is an auspicious time to begin new things. Ooh, that's Samantha, good. yes, even though you have children, you know in your heart of hearts what you want to do and what you need to do to fill your soul. And your children are going to be very receptive of that. And so will your husband or partner or whomever is, you know, holding you back in your mind's eye. They're not actually going to hold you back once you bring it to fruition and conversation. Beautiful. Do you have a quote for us? I do. I, 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 it could be from the Dalai Lama, but it may not be. I'm questionable about it. So I'm going to look into it more. But either way, love the quote. And it says, taking care of yourself is an essential part of taking care of others. The healthier the tree, the better the fruit it can offer. Oh, yeah. 
that's totally what we've been talking about. It is. And I just, I just think it's important to really think of it as that. Like we always talk about like filling your cup so that you can, um, you know, be your best self for everybody else. But if you really think of it like that, it's like, you really truly are going to have so much more value to give and support to give as long as you're good. And when you're not like that fruit's going to be a dud, that fruit's not, you're not going to get a very good yield out of it. So you really got to think of it as that too, right? Just thinking and having another analogy to really think about when you're really choosing to put you forward, like put you first, make yourself, your health a priority. Yeah. I just want to add like a a small little thing. So two days a week, I'm in the long-term care home, which I adore going into the long-term care home to do physio on the residents. They are at their essence. Like they've come to a place where all layers are stripped down. There's no ego. It's just this essence of being. And the lessons I learned from these elderly residents two times a week is mind blowing. It's very similar to what you learn when you're in the presence of a baby. Babies have that same essence. Like there's just no ego. Um, Anyways, back to what I was trying to relate this into self-care is that we have this culture that believes we just have to give to others. Like we're here to please others. We need approval from others. It's about popularity or being liked or doing the right thing, like all of this type of jargon. But at the end of the day, you see these people in the long-term care home. Some of them have no family left. Some of them have no visitors. And at the end of the day, you learn that if you live your life for you, but still with compassion for others, you're going to, at the end, cycle back to just being with you. It's a very tangible possibility that at the end of the day, you might just be all alone. So when you sit and look in that mirror with your diapers on or your catheter or, you know, you're in your wheelchair, whatever it is, if you're lucky enough to live to that ripe old age, you have to be able to look yourself in the eye and be like, wow, like I lived a good life for me. Mm -hmm. And in living for me, it extended out to others because love extends love. Mm -hmm. That's so good to think about, Dana. Like it's so so important because like it really does at the end of the day, we just have ourselves. We really do. And we're here to support and help other people and all these things. But at the end of the day, again, we are here for, for us. Like we are it. So (laughs) I mean, we could take this into such a deeper conversation about the interconnectedness of being and soul and how we're all actually connected anyways. So in order to propel our humanity forward, we all need to become more awakened and more conscious for ourselves because Mm -hmm. that is for the whole. Mm -hmm. And when they say that you are most like those people that you like the, the, the five people you spend the most time with, if you, if your children are spending time with you, what do you want them to be like? What do you want them? Like, who do you want them to be? Do you want them to take care of themselves? Probably. So you got to teach them that you're the one showing them that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It's all beautiful. I love it all girl. Okay. My friend, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. (laughs) Enjoy your day. I don't know what we're doing, but I like it. Little dancing. Like some Tai Chi. That's what I should do. Ooh, that's what I need to do. Yes. I'm going to do some Tai Chi. 
Yeah. And so like pranayama breath work, Michelle, for your yes. neck and all that musculaturity, because like our lungs offer us the greatest internal massage for our musculaturity throughout our whole torso and C-spine and Oh yeah. Oh, you got this girl. I had somebody once work on my diaphragm and I immediately cried. Yes. Because Ooh. when we, especially as children and we hold, 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 the diaphragm gets so, 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 so tight. And so when you release that, it's like remembering like that trauma you've been through. Mm. Whoo. It was a good one. Oh, that's so good. It's so powerful. Yeah. Breath work. Thank you. Breath. I will, I will get on that. Okay, my love. Thank you so much. Love you. Au revoir. Au revoir. Ta-ta for now. You know, Warriors, thank you so much for tuning in for these episodes with Dana. Isn't she just the best? I love having her stop in for these chats. And if you haven't already checked out her company, Revival by Martin & Co., which is a beautiful wooden watch company, please be sure to go and do so right now at www.revivalbymartinandco.com and use a discount code MOVE15. That's M-U-V-E-1-5. Also, if you are enjoying our chats, and you would like to have us answer a question that you have, you can send it over to michelle at movelife.com and we will do our best to give you some guidance. All right. Cheers, guys. <laughs>